Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Also, follow us everywhere on social at DIY Money Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to check out the video on YouTube. We've got some awesome bonus content there. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's happening, Daniel? It's a new year, probably, by the time this releases. I know we're not doing a YouTube with this one, but your socks don't match your pants. It's true. Not even close. Well, because it's part of Don't Match Your Pants Day. Ah. Uh, Except for Logan. He's actually matching. Don't. I missed that memo. Well, clearly not. I never match my pants, so that's I'm I'm just basically. So the other rule is you can pull out a color from your shirt. Oh, Uh, so there's a bit of orange in the shirt, and there's a bit of orange in the socks. But you wore brown, which is not on your shirt or pants. Nope. And you yeah, there's a little bit of brown on my. There's not at all. And you wore dark brown socks with like tan shoes. I I I don't know. I I I don't know. I there's rules to socks. We need to get Logan on to describe. How you Logan's sock game is curate your socks. Fire! I love the way he dresses. He dresses just the way I like a man to dress. Very, very sexy. He gave me socks last uh, show. I have worn them twice. They, I find myself showing off my socks now, which is a little weird because if you go too high, you you show some leg, which on a you know get the knee high socks. yeah, they're up there. I went because you got to show. I, I have I have Clark Griswold on my sock, and he's all the way up at the top. My point is, you go too high. Like that's weird. That's I just showed Logan or Daniel my doing video. Share my my weird. shin. Move on to something else. What's what's how was you Christmas? started this discussion? How was Christmas? Excellent. Did you get everything you wanted? Yeah, always. <laughs> what's your Christmas routine? I asked Logan this. You you do you don't do traditional stuff. You're like well, hey, we don't we, have a routine. No goose, and we eat that and. No, you do something. What do you, what do you do? You do it. A- well, we do breakfast, then we do a charcuterie board uh, throughout the day, and then we usually eat some kind of like beef or lamb, lamb. or duck or something. Lamb. Yeah, we're not That's doing lamb this year. At. You're in-laws not doing are in lamb? town. Yes, yeah, so we can't do lamb. The who's in town? In laws. So they, they don't do don't, lamb. Nah, they don't like exotic meats. It's not really exotic. lamb is exotic. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's not steak or ham or turkey. So mm, fantastic. we're sticking to steak. Okay. What about you? Steak, beef Wellington. Night Always. before, can't wait. I got to get some more. Uh, yeah, we don't have enough tenderloin. And the beef prices right now. Gosh. Yeah. You think anybody noticed if I rolled up a ham? Save the neck for me, Clark. It was Ham Wellington. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it would be awful. It's, supply chain. <laughs> supply chain. All right, let's go into our question. We got a we got a doozy today. This is going to be one. This is all you. Uh, from whom? Jake. Jake. We had a Jake last State week. Farm? Okay, Jake, what do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY money. This is Jake from Chicagoland. I'll make this short. I know you had some bro talk at the beginning of the episode. You're probably running out of time. Uh, But I have been binging uh, the podcast since I found it a few weeks ago, and I'm back to uh, pre-pandemic times, uh, or as I call it, the long, long ago. Uh, My question today is in regards to choosing a a Roth IRA versus a traditional. I often hear on your show uh, and other financial uh, media, I guess you'd call it, that your tax bracket really comes into play, where you're at now, where you think you're going to be in retirement. And I'm wondering why 
the amount isn't talked about more. If over the next 20, 30, 40 years, I'm contributing 250000 but then the account balance ends up being $1 million at the end of that, the percent I'm paying in taxes doesn't matter as much as the, am I paying taxes on the two fifty or am I paying taxes on the seven fifty in gains? Uh, I'm wondering if I'm missing something, if you can clear that up for me, or uh, any other insights you might have on it. Okay, very good question. I'm going to answer very rudimentary, and then I'm sure you're going to go a little bit more detail. I was going to go more rudimentary. Oh, boy. Okay. Rudimentary, if this was a cocktail uh, question, I would say you're, you're not comparing to apples to apples here. Apples to apples comparison, as Jake said, is I put 250000 in X, I put 250000 in Y. What's the difference over, over the years? Well, the difference is is that in one, you're putting pre-tax dollars. So if you're putting $250,000 in pre-tax dollars into a 401k, the equivalent is post-tax dollars is going to be less. So you're paying tax on that now. So you can't just say, I have $250,000, I have $250,000, they both grow to a million, and what's the tax ramifications? You have to say, I put in $250,000, I put in $175,000, they both grow to X, and then I have tax ramifications. And why that's important, why that's important is because you have to consider your tax bracket now versus your tax bracket later. So you might sit there and say, well, I got three kids at home, I got deductions, I got this, and my tax bracket is 10%. And you know, it, it doesn't make sense. There's not a huge deduction that I get over and above the match. So let's go into a Roth account or something like that. And you might build that up to a million, and in 20 years from now, you might forget the assumption that tax rates are higher. I think they're going to be, but let's not even say that. You get to the point where at 72, in a traditional IRA, you'd have to start taking that out. In a Roth, you do not. So therefore, you you don't have to worry about taxes one bit. Did I just get confused there? I think I just muddled some things. Maybe. So I, I guess the rudimentary answer is it, you can't just it's not it's not the same going in I, I think is what I was getting at is that it's not pre and post tax two hundred fifty thousand two hundred fifty thousand it would be different it's missing a step in the calculation yes that the two fifty is not equivalent because there's money left over somewhere yeah if you were putting two hundred fifty thousand over the years in a Roth mm-hmm. which is post tax dollars you would actually be putting more to get the equivalent amount into a, you would have to put more into your IRA or 401k mm-hmm. to equal that or you'd have amount. more money left over that's going somewhere you're either spending it or saving it cuz yeah. you're getting a deduction which means it's not actually so if you're sort of putting it into a 401k or an IRA because you're getting a deduction so if you tell your employer to put $1000 uh, into your 401k per month it's not going to be $1000 out of your check Right. It's actually going to be less than that because you're going to get a deduction, et cetera. But if you say put $1,000 in my Roth, $1,000 will come out of your yeah. check. So, uh, yeah, it's not apples to apples. But it points, uh, he, I think, in doing that, inadvertently pointed out something important. And that is if you, he didn't directly say this, but uh, it comes up in conversations sometimes in planning. If you were maxing, if you were in a position where you're able to max out retirement accounts, then uh, the math works out that it, generally works better to max out a Roth versus max out an IRA because you're now you're hitting a ceiling. And right. if you're maxing out the Roth, 
uh, and then you don't have to pay taxes on that again, you're getting the full maximum into the account to grow at max possible versus if you max out the IRA, at some point you're going to have to pay taxes on that. But it brings up the sort of the variables that we're working with in retirement accounts. So the variables that you're working with are contributions, uh, return, timeline, and taxes. So contributions, return, timeline, and taxes. Out of those, sort of the things you can plan around and the levers that you can pull are contributions and taxes. You control the contributions. You don't control the taxes, but you can kind of model where you'll be in in uh, kind of now versus later and so forth. The return and the timeline are figuratively going to be probably the same. So if you invest in the IRA, you invest in the Roth, uh, between now and retirement, same timeline. The returns that you'll experience, if we're assuming that you're going to invest at the same, whether it's IRA or Roth, is exactly the same. So what we're doing to get your overall return, this is really hard to talk through and not just model on a whiteboard, but to get basically your net return that you're going to experience in retirement, we're effectively doing multiplication on your return, your timeline, and your tax rate. Obviously, you're putting some in, that's the additive, but then return, timeline, and tax rate, we're multiplying together. Multiplication, going back to sort of, I don't know, junior high or high school arithmetic, doesn't matter what direction you do multiplication. So if we multiply those three, doesn't matter where tax rate comes in, if it's now versus later, the only lever you can pull in that particular equation is how much that tax rate is. So that's why that math works out. You kind of pointed out the fact that it's not apples to apples contributions, which is the other sort of variable that he can control. But that's why tax rate is so important and often talked about. Yes, you'll pay a larger gross sort of total amount of taxes over time if you pay the tax later. And that's just the time value of money coming into play. Here's my opinion. And I'll leave you with this, Jake. If you were to model everything that Daniel just described and the tax rates remained the same, there's very little advantage or disadvantage to doing either the traditional or the Roth. It, it basically is a wash. It becomes the same. The variables are the same because you're either paying a tax now or paying the tax later. However, there's a few major differences that you have to understand. And it is one reason why we typically say go up to the match in your 401k so you don't give up free money and then make sure you're analyzing your other options. That's critical. That's just kind of financial planning 101. So you don't just max out the 401k because you don't know anything else to do. I mean, I guess if you don't know anything else to do, that's a good thing. But, you know, there's strategy. And the strategy comes into play with the rules and the way things are written. So one of the biggest is required minimum distribution. Required minimum distribution says that in a traditional IRA that ultimately would house a 401k, 403b, or 457, at 72, you have to start taking that out. Have to. No, no questions asked. Now, you might say, well, yeah, I'm in retirement. I'm supposed to. Well, ironically, a lot of people who are planning well, they don't have to take that money out. They don't have to use that money. Maybe they've got Social Security, dividend interest, or a pension or something along those lines, and they don't even want to touch their IRA. Government doesn't allow you to do that. You got to take it out. In a Roth, you do not. You can hold it in perpetuity, and you don't have to take it out. That's number one. Number two, when you die... If that money goes on to a non-spouse beneficiary, they have to take it out in 10 years on either side, both the Roth or the IRA. However, it's taxed as ordinary income in the traditional IRA. There's no tax in the Roth. So there's some longer-term planning that goes into this that isn't just you know math when it comes to 
investments, tax returns, etc. So those are things to, to take into consideration as well. I like that. I like it. That's nice. Good. Excellent question, Jake. Thanks so much for it. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. If you have questions, send them to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.